All right. So why can't we be friends? Let's be friends. Why do we have to let fear choose how we react and cause us to be angry with each other? Remember that fear is an emotion that's induced by a perceived danger or threat, which causes a psychological change um, that can cause a behavioral change. Some people right now are in fight or flight mode. And so they're acting out of protecting themselves. And most of us understand that. But just remember that when you're acting out or talking or representing your profession, no matter which profession you're in, remember that. And if you truly are afraid to go back to work, or if you're afraid of not going back to work, that is up to you. And only you can make that decision. And you need to decide what is best for you. And it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Remember the Laurel versus Yanni? It's the same thing. It's the same sound, but we all hear it different. Or 50% of us hear it one way, 50% of us hear it another, another way. And same thing with the picture of the dress. Some see polka dots, some see stripes. It's the same situation. It's how we perceive it or how we hear it or how we see it. And it is going to be different for different people. We cannot change that. We have to accept that. So accept other people's feelings, accept their rights, and accept your own. Now, with that said, let's get back to work now or eventually. But let's get back to work as a team. We're here together as a team. Well, hey, April, how you doing? Good. Glad to get off my feet. It's been a busy schedule. Oh, so you're full, full force back to work now, huh? We are since the last week. Okay. Um, so you've been working this whole time doing emergency dentistry, and now you guys are open for business like right, like usual? That's correct, because in the world of endodontics, if, you know, as soon as you're not, as soon as you get the patient out of pain, uh, they're not considered emergency anymore, unless, of course, something else happens, but... Uh, so our, our schedule is filled with not only emergencies, but patients that need to complete their treatment. And then they've been waiting for that. Okay, because sometimes you guys open up the tooth, right, to get out the infection or to get them out of pain and then do like a two-part, more two right. parts now. Okay. Right. And then you, um, then sometimes you do the, the filling, like composite filling or whatever, the closal filling, and sometimes you send them back to the, like the general dentist, depending on the referral. Yep, so once they fill the canals back in, then... Uh, we send them back to the general dentist. All right. So yeah, that's probably good to get that finished. Hopefully they're all coming back to finish it. You know, once somebody's out of pain, sometimes they're not so motivated to get back in, but that's true. But uh, yeah, they're, they're, they've been pretty eager to uh, get off the list of uh, pending treatment. Right. So all those little fillings we wish we would have done before this happened. Right. Um, it's a good incentive for patients now to get those little, little things done now before they blow up, just in case something like this happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've been working this whole time. So tell us, a lot of us are afraid to go back to work or, you know, just all kinds of different fears, you know, like, um, you know, PPE or safety of patients, all kinds of different fears. What's it like actually working in this environment? So I have to, one caveat is with endodontics, we don't have a lot of aerosols. You know, it's, it's simply... The only time we use the, the high speed is getting access through the the occlusal uh, part of the tooth. And then, you know, it's hand file and rotary after that. 
and we also use a dental dam, which uh, stops 95% of the aerosol. That sounds really fun. Yeah. (laughs) I felt pretty safe this whole time. The staff has as well. And sure, we've we've pumped, you know, amped up uh, cleaning the surfaces and, you know, wearing masks and gloves when the patient comes in. Oh, we have one patient in at a time you know, fill out their health history out in their, it's going to sound funny, but out, out in their car if there's already a patient in the in the uh, office. Right. But, you know, this, this whole time, the staff and I have said, you know, we haven't felt fearful of it because we take a lot of good, a lot of precautions, uh, you know, wearing the gowns. Um, yeah, I think if you work for a good practice anyway, um, if you work for a good, if you work for a good practice or a good dentist where you feel safe and taken care of for the most part, then you should feel safe going back. Nobody should be working for you know someplace that you don't feel safe to begin with. Right, and so, my, yeah. right, yeah. You know, my employer and me have been working diligently getting more N95 masks. You know, with that local guy, that local lab guy tech. That's oh yeah, he's been kind, yeah, kind yeah. enough to to make those frames for. Number three masks. Okay, cool. Yeah, I saw that he was fitting masks for people. That's great. Yeah, we'll have to get a hold of him and yeah. maybe have him come and chat with us. He's he's a I, I did meet him before. He's a great guy. So that's great. Oh, we spoke to him yesterday. He's doing the frame framework for us. Oh, good, good. Yeah. So you had a birthday uh, last week. Oh, yeah we, yeah. we don't talk about birthdays, but yes, yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about ages. We do talk about birthdays. We're right. We're happy. We're happy to be alive and have birthdays, right? So what did you guys do for your birthday? Oh, wait, I'm going to crack my beer and toast for your oh, birthday. Okay. Are you cracking one too? All right. Okay, go ahead. Tell me about your birthday. Well, you know, I'd, I'd like to say I had a quarantine for my birthday. I didn't, uh, we just ordered food, chilled uh, at the brewery and had a couple of friends over and tons and tons of sweets. So I, I'm done with sweets for a while. Oh my gosh, I know. It's like you go in phases where you just have a gob and then it's like, ugh. Yeah, your body's like, give me a salad. <laughs> right. Or give me more sweets and then it's like, okay, or, now give me salad. That stuff is addicting. <laughs> another, year, another year ahead. Great. I've just been uh, here working in the office. Um, I've been fighting with Alexa a lot. So, I, you know, we have, I have my own playlist in mind and she has her own playlist. So, I um, do you have an Alexa? We do, and I, I I believe they have a mind of their own. Yes, like she's naughty. If I ask her to play something, you can tell if she likes the song or not. She's like, sure, and she'll find it. If it's a song, she'll be like, mm, or she'll pick something different. So anyway, I've been uh, arguing with her a lot. That's, that's okay. my entertainment my entertainment lately. So it's great. She's a little, she's a little bit crazy, and she doesn't like me sometimes. Well, I, we have a Roomba, too, and I believe it has a mind of its own. It will, like, follow us around. Creepy. Yeah. Yeah, and I did notice she's been listening a lot more lately, so kind of, I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting paranoid. I've been locked in the house too long. So anyway, the um, the Yanni versus Laurel, too. So I was thinking about that today because there's so many different perspectives people have. But, you know, you know um, the hot topic right now in dentistry is kind of um, hygienists versus um, doctors as far as going back to work. Uh, I mean, and probably assistance too. I'm not, I maybe see a little bit of that and some front office fear. I know some of the local, even front office people and assistants. Yeah. I've been on the, the local news talking about being afraid to go back. Some doctors too are afraid to go back or being extra cautious, but then some of them are 
thinking that people are kind of being prima donnas and it's just kind of all over the place right now. So hearing your perspective about being there and feeling safe is oh, great. Oh, yeah, I uh, I feel for the general dentists right now because I see both sides as a business owner. And, you know, in our own business as well, we have to make some changes, you know, as far as seating and people can't sit at the bar. Um, we have to have tables at least six feet apart. You know, and there's costing that occurred with that. And so I, I see it as a dental auxiliary and as a, as a business owner. Exactly. Exactly. And so some people, maybe if you're younger too, some of us that are more mature that have had businesses, we, you know, we understand a little bit more, but thinking that, that, you know, the doctors are just being mean or, there's a big cost involved in not having as many customers or as many patients or having none. Some people, you know, absolutely none. I was reading that it's like $7 for each N95 masks. Is that, but that's quite a bit. And then disposable gowns and then booties and hats and then the HV and the air filtration systems that the fear of all those additional costs and then not seeing as many patients. And then like the admin team, people up front, um, I'm reading about them and some friends and co-workers of mine that, you know, they're afraid of being exposed to and feel left out because people aren't really talking about the PPE for them, but they, you know, communicate with everybody and talk to everybody, uh, touch money and credit cards. Um, and then they're extra busy because they're trying to, they have to call all these patients at least once and reschedule them and collect money up front or not collect money up front and then have a huge accounts receivable to collect later. It's a, it's a big change up in protocols and systems. Mm-hmm. I know we talked about earlier in an earlier episode, you know, dentistry needed a shakeup. Right. Wasn't, didn't have this in particularly, particularly in mind, the way to do the shakeup, you know, break oh, up. Oh, yeah. The, Was that the wait. reverberating gut punch? Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely a shakeup, like an earthquake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like an earthquake. It's more like Mount St. Helens. Right. Blew up, which is uh, anniversaries coming up here. Yeah. Hey, you know, what a way to commemorate it. Right. And then, so then hygienists, there's not enough PPE. So they're afraid of not having enough PPE and, you know, afraid of getting sick. And then there's too much PPE because we don't want to be hot and we're afraid of trying to breathe and work and have time for all the PPE. And then, and then we're afraid of being fired for not wanting to yeah. come back to work, but then we're afraid of not having enough hours. We're afraid of not being able to use a Capitron, but we're afraid to use a Capitron. So hygienists are just kind of all over the place right now, mixed up and confused. So there's they're like pretty much afraid of everything. Well, I see there's always controversial when there's a controversial controversial issue. Uh, I can tell it's later in the day for me. Uh, yeah, it's my bedtime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's, I don't have my I don't have one of my fancy words to pull out on you. <laughs> yeah, I can't even speak it. You, you know, did use the word controversial. No. Controversial. What does um, that mean? Yeah. <laughs> right. Anytime, you know, people have different opinions, uh, someone's not going to be happy. Yeah. So, how what's the consensus with the assistants? Is it is it kind of the same? Yes. Yeah. You know, there's assistants that have kids at home, don't want to leave them um, in the hands of someone else taking care of them and they're homeschooling them, but at the same time they need the money. And so they don't want to leave them with their, the grandparents that are 
over 60 or whatever they say you shouldn't which you know i think that's young stuff but so they really sometimes they can't leave them with somebody else but then they can't be home with them and so same with the hard things of work being a working parent anyway but now it's even tougher because there's no place to leave your kids at all yeah the assistants are pretty pretty very similar to the hygienist you know they they have that chart saying that you know hygienists are the most at risk for exposure and assistance was like third or fourth on the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was just because of the Cavatron because everybody assisted, you know, everybody's in there with the aerosols. And um, I, I think the assistance, I, I don't know a lot about assisting or the, you know, the high back. I just assume with the high back, they get to, you know, pick up more aerosols. So maybe that's why assistance were lower risk. And the hygienist, we just use this little, little suction that uh-huh. sticks on the cheek and just picks up water. And so the aerosols are pretty much are going all over our face and body. And so I, I think right. that's probably why, cause we don't have like the high, you know, the high speed evacuation. Yeah. Right. So I, I can see that reason, but otherwise I think we're pretty much all, all at risk. Yeah. That's right. why I, I, you know, I feel fortunate during this time to be in a segment of dentistry that one is falling under emergency care and two, you know, very, very, very low risk of aerosol exposure. But would I be fearful if I wasn't in endo, if I was still general or perio? Sure, I'd be more cautious when I see that perspective. Right. Uh, You know, with all the high speed, um, using the high speed handpiece, which emits a lot of aerosols. Mm -hmm. I'd I'd be more comfortable, like if I wore a shield, uh, um, yeah, shield. Right. I, I'm more nervous about, I mean, I definitely don't want to get sick, but I, you know, we're in Oregon and the cases are pretty, you know, pretty low, but I don't want to be naive either. Uh, but I'm more nervous about wearing a couple of masks and a shield and a long sleeves and a gown. And it's going to be summertime and the sun's going to be coming through the windows. And are we going to be allowed to have fans? Like it's hot anyway. And so oh, yeah. are we going to have fans? Cause that's going to blow everything around. So. Like those gowns are like sausage casings. I remember turn on, we would fight over yeah. the AC. And being able to see, I see people in the news where going grocery shopping and they're complaining because their glasses are getting fogged up. I'm just laughing. I'm like, try like, giving some, yeah, injecting somebody <laughs> with anesthetic and not being able to see what the heck you're doing because your glasses are fogged up. And well, speaking of masks, have you noticed how in, how they've been worn improperly with the general public, which they're not going to know how to wear them anyway, for the most part. Right. But I've been finding myself correcting people and they're kind of like, Oh, you know, I, I feel bad, but I say, I present it to him this way. Hey, can I help you out? Your mask is more effective. You know, they'll have the, either the, either they're backwards or they're upside down where the metal bars under their chin. Oh, I always say, yeah. you're an idiot. No, take it off. Yeah. What are you doing? This is stupid. <laughs> no, I want to. No, I know. They don't know. And they don't know how to wear it. And they right, some of them are wearing it for a fashion statement now. And I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and so is it against the law now to even say hi to people or acknowledge people? It was like, you had to have your head down. You don't look up because people are afraid that, you're going to get sick if you look at them. And it was just the strangest thing ever. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a little too much sometimes. And so then I was talking about the the different positions and how they have their different different feelings and fears of, you know, going, what's going on and going back to work or not going to work. And um, so I think what the thing that, that everybody has in common is like fear, fear of the unknown, like fear of their safety, 
uh, fear of the economy. I think we should all be worried about that. Like what's going to happen if everything shuts down? Um, fear of, you know, homeschooling their kids, fear of losing their jobs, um, fear of putting on pants again. Yeah. That's kind of scary, even if they're scrub pants. And then, um, oh, fear that we will get shut down again after working so hard to get back up is what one office manager told me today. Uh-huh. So after all this hard work and we open up and then what happens if, you know, the numbers do go up again and then we get shut down, then that's going to be a big problem. If that does happen or if it does reoccur, that we have more of a preparedness, like more protocols and systems in place that we're hopefully establishing now, have a stockpile, the PPE, for example. More prepared. Mm-hmm. And so all the stuff that's going on with people, you know, um, to me, it's like hygienists and doctors, you know, but I also see the, so the auxiliary and the, the business owners really is, um, you know, the common factors kind of fear. But then I think communication is key. And so if you, everybody communicates with each other mm-hmm. and, you know, meets with each other, um, doctors, dentists aren't really trained in management when they're in school. They're not really trained how to deal with people and, you know, team members and, that's it's not in. something that's in their will pool. Their right. will pool? Their will pool. Their will house. Their will house. Their will pool. I've been doing laundry too much. Yeah. <laughs> in their will house. And so to them, it's all, they don't know. So some of them do shut down. Some people haven't been communicated or even heard from their, their doctors or their office, if they don't, you know, office manager or heard from anybody. So they're just kind of felt left out. But it's not so much that. They just don't. The doctors don't so much know what to do or how they're not trained in the situation and how to communicate. Well, I think one of my episodes or our episodes, I was saying, you know, we only come up a lot of times. We only come up with safety features, for example, is when something goes wrong. And here's another example of, you know, oh, boy, we got thrown this curveball, this gut punch. What are we going to do? Well, now this is the time to innovate. And think, okay, what would we do if this happened again? Yeah, it's like a fire drill. Right. Because everybody, you know, you have fire drills all the time, but you don't have a drill for a crazy virus. So right. now we do. We're going to have a drill for this, and people are going to know what to do and how to come together and communicate afterwards. So um, if, if you haven't heard from your, um, your, from your employer or from your office manager, your doctor, reach out to them. Just ask them, hey, you know, reach out to them and see what's going on. How, try to have a team meeting and reconnect and plan. I think most people are starting to ramp up and get ready to go back to work. So I think most people have heard from each other, but if you haven't, you know, reach out and ask. They haven't heard from you either. Right. Right. It doesn't, doesn't hurt to speak up and you know, this is, this is your livelihood. And from, from both perspectives, the doctors and yours. So, right. And if you're that, sick and upset that you don't want to go to work um, no matter what the reason is then you know you can explore other options of course you know we love dentistry whenever we want everybody to stay in dentistry but if it if it's not for you and you hate it that much or you don't like where you're at that much explore other options because you shouldn't have that feeling so bad that you'd rather stay home in the middle of an epidemic than go back to work right if that's right then that's, that's something that you need to deal with on a personal level. And that's something that you could get coaching for and then work on that too. So why well, we say, you know, fear is a, a four letter word that starts with F, <laughs> but you no know, fear is, is 
a natural emotional response. And, you know, people have reason to be fearful during this time, but at the same time, it's, you know, you got to look that fear in the face and say, okay, how can I overcome this? And what do I need to do? What steps do I need to take to, to remedy this? Yeah. I think, and think logically too, you know, it it really does depend. I mean, if I worked in downtown New York and I, I mean, I want to go back to work right now, of course, but you kind of think about where you're at in your patient base too. We're all in kind of different areas and different situations. So just access your situation. Remember, it's like um, going back to school, you know, after being gone for a long time. I think we talked about that in an episode too, but going back to school, it, you know, it's going to be scary. You, you've been off for a while. It's like having a summer break. It's like the first day of school. And so you're, you're, you're in a new routine. You're not used to going to work, getting back out there. And so you have to acclimate yourself and get, and just do it. And then it's like riding a bike and, you know, pretty soon it's all going to feel normal. Um, right. and, and if you aren't protected, you don't feel protected, you don't feel safe, then, you know, then, you know, talk to your, talk to your doctor and, you know, work it out. It affects everybody across the board. You know, it's, this is the dentist's business, unless, unless he, of course, he's in uh, a DSO, but. Right. So the only people that are winning here are dental insurance companies. They're collecting money, right? But they, are they paying it out? I, I mean, I don't mean to be anti Dental insurance, but I'm just saying. You know, that's a good question. I I should ask our office manager. I, I I always say, you know, someone always wins with these things. You know, when it's it's like during a pandemic or some sort of crisis, someone always wins. But um, right, and all these people aren't going to be able to get in to get use their insurance benefits. Mm-hmm. You know, the thousand dollars that they have, so they're going to go to waste. Are they going to be extended a couple months after? Next year. Anyway, anyway, just after working in insurance for a long time, I get kind of bitter. Right. <laughs> I know a lot of people are like 100% insurance worshippers, but I just have my own perspective. And, uh-huh. um, yeah, you're, you're office manager, so you know. Yeah, and I just know it's been this, like the same. And it's been a while since I've been an office manager, but I just know it's been the same payment for since when? 19? Like 60? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how is that possible? And then a lot of, like, I see a lot of people like dentists talking about the low pay and how are they going to afford to even pay a hygienist because the insurance company only reimburses so much for profi. It's like, yeah, let's fix that. Let's fix that. Makes me mad. So that'll be, that'll be another discussion. Yeah. That could be a whole new episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Okay. This is off the record. There's so many doctors out there that like worship them and sign up for every single one and they work for the insurance company. And the insurance company dictates everything they do, and then they have a full-time employee to pay for, to chase down the insurance. And then it gets denied. It's just, it's ridiculous. And I don't even see how it's legal, and it pisses me off to even think about it. Not at all. And you're in a specialty office, so, you know, you don't have to worry about that so much. Because people call call about their insurance company, and you guys are probably like, yeah, I don't have to worry about that. (laughs) Yeah, it's like five codes. They might pitch in, yeah, we call it like a coupon. They might pitch in $20 for you. Mm-hmm. But go ahead and keep paying them $1,200 a year. And it makes me mad. They, the, they're the winners. Yeah. Now they got me fired up. <laughs> I know. I was like, what? <laughs> 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 what? What? Oh. What about, you know. <laughs> For being honest. <laughs> no, I love honesty. Because yeah. I don't, I haven't worked with insurance, you know, 
it's it's all foreign to me. It just doesn't, when things don't make sense to me, when it's not common sense, it doesn't make sense to me, then I really have a hard time grasping it. Like, yeah, why does it make, why are people, it doesn't make sense. Why are people using it? Why I don't see, show me the sense. Like, show me why, show me why, but. That goes back to complacency and comfort. Yeah. Yeah. You know, change people's minds once they're in a. Uh, and you get hooked. And yeah. then they sign up out of school and they sign up for all these things and then they're stuck. It's kind of, it's almost like signing up for a whole bunch of credit cards right out of college. And then you're stuck with them forever. It's kind of like. You sign up for all these insurance companies and then they, they are feeding you and you're stuck with them and you can't get out of it. And it's a vicious cycle. Okay. Okay. So Cindy, that was um, quite a discussion on going back to the practices and uh, the dentist taking on the new, new improved protocols and systems. Yes, it was a lot, a lot going on there. So yeah, in closing, as someone who's been working through the pandemic in didn't experience, you know, being laid off uh, and experiencing going back to work, I can say, you know, as long as you have the proper PPE in place and, you know, your doctor's compliant, I'm confident you guys will be okay going back in the workforce. Cindy said like a first day back at school or a new job, but. Could be exciting. Just think of all the cute boys that you might, or cute girls or (laughs) that you might see. Right. Yeah, we're all going to go with new fresh hairdos. Right. We're all going to go in like in the really pretty. We're covered up and. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, no makeup with the new masks, right? Yeah, you know, the, the clown outfits like we were talking about. And, yes. You know, um, circus acts. Yep. Go up looking like clowns. Right. Yeah, so I just think of it, try to get, so if you get nervous and butterflies, um, try to think of those butterflies as excitement. Try to think of them. Um, um, don't think of it as fear and nervousness. Turn it into excitement. Trick, your, trick yourself into thinking that you're excited to go to work. Because no. you might be. It's, it's the same feeling. So be excited. You're gonna get, Once you're back out there, it's going to feel good. And you're going to like it. And you're going you're gonna to like it. Damn, don't, you're going to like it. Get back out there now. No, you're going to like it. And it's going to be enjoyable. And, then, and just remember why you got into dentistry in the first place. And think of that passion and why. And, and think of your, your patients. And think of the good stuff. And... Um, we get so complacent in our in our roles and being home and you know being not you know I love being home with my my dog and and that's all going to take adjusting to again but you know we could do it and do it slowly and work yourself up to it and get you know get back out there even if it's even if it's slowly you know try it try it for a day it's gonna be a whole new chapter for everyone and yeah new chapters can be mean excitement and new opportunities and some perspectives for you yeah, who knows? It just might, you just might fall in love with the dentistry again. And uh, yeah, don't forget that Cindy and I have a mentoring coaching program called Root You On. That's right. And it's our next session is going to be starting. Um, so reach out to us on our Facebook page or email us. Uh, we would love to uh, mentor you and help you out. When we say mentor, just so you guys know, this program is totally um, complimentary. We're here to help you. Um, new grads, we're here to help you get acclimated to the operatory. Right. Uh, I know we said we focused on students, but hey, this could be a whole new branch of Root You On, you know, starting back from a pandemic. Oh, yeah. Root you out of your sweatpants into your scrubs. 
So anybody that needs a boost, anybody needs to be rooted, rooted out of your, off your couch. No, yeah. anybody yeah. <laughs> root you into a bra. Anybody that needs to put on a bra again, yeah. we're going to help motivate you and help, help get you up. Yep. So go to root you on Facebook page as well as dental ailments. That's right. Just let us, let us know you're interested and we'll get you on that list. And, um, we are here to root you on. All right. Well, thanks, Cindy, for putting up with me, uh, my, uh, me after a long day of work. Yeah, you are welcome. Thanks for putting up with me after a long day of work as well. All right. So we'll talk to everybody soon.